You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, we get into uh, the Ford Mustang Mach 1, and we go through that. We talk about some uh, vintage car prices and, of course, the... uh, What's next after Monterey? Yeah, well, what's at what's next at Monterey? <laughs> that, next a little bit of that Monterey. too. So the keep, door's always open. Keep you uh, all caught up on that. First, bet online sports slowly coming back. UFC, NASCAR, boxing, soccer. I don't need soccer to come back, but if it does, <laughs> it's something you can uh, put a little cash on. Bet online. They have the best odds lines for upcoming games. You need more. Bet online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC daily. Also, live casino games, poker tournaments, best props in the business. So if you're looking uh, to get in on the action, and some people are home and they're cooped up and they're looking for something to do, visit betonline.ag or use your mobile device with promo code PODCAST1 for your sign-up bonus. Visit BetOnline AG, our exclusive partner at PODCAST1. And don't forget promo code PODCAST1. For your sign-up bonus today, bet online. You're online. Sportsbook experts. Just $25, you get wine and gifts. Ace's favorite stuff for products from ACS. Every single month, you get the drink you choose. It's hard to beat cool stuff and lose. Adam's Monthly Nut. The evil bitch that is coronavirus may still be raging outside, but Corolla Drinks is hard at work with another month of Adam's Monthly Nut. This month includes a beard bro beard shaping tool to tame that unruly corona facial hair and a chew face mask so you can silently protest how f***ing stupid all of this is. A six-foot premium beer bong by BeerBong.com so you can slug back a few cold, endless rants when the world officially opens up again. And, of course, a bottle of your choice. We know times are tough, but we at Corolla Drinks are here to remind you to take a breath, have a drink, and wait for all this shit to be over. Mahalo. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) This is NFL Hall of Famer Ray Lewis. I'm excited to announce the launch of my new podcast, Everyday Greatness, the Ray Lewis Podcast. I'll be talking with friends, family members, old teammates, athletes, celebrities, moguls, and guess what? I'll be talking to you. Listen, this is all in the search for everyday greatness. So I'm asking you to come along with me on this ride. Download new episodes of Everyday Greatness, the Ray Lewis Podcast, every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on PodcastOne.com. It's not what you have, it's what's inside of you that actually inspires greatness. Got to get it on the trip. We got a mandate. Get it on and welcome to CarCast. Man, it's Matt, the moderator, DeAndre over there. Hello, how you doing? Well, good and bad. You know, my uh, book is uh, selling quite briskly, so I'm happy about that. It's good. Congratulations. I saw it on the uh, Amazon 
top list, number number two overall. Yeah, not too shabby. And on the bestsellers list and on the comedy list. Yeah, it's on all the lists. Well, it's number two overall on the bestseller list, so that's good. I'm your emotional support animal navigating our all woke, no joke culture. So good timing <laughs> for me, because Jesus Christ, are we all fucking woke and no joke? Uh, but my heart is heavy as well. First, let me just hit uh, JB Weld, proud sponsor of Carcass, epoxy adhesive brand used by both pros and experienced DIYers, trusted for 50 years plus, and you can get it at jbweld.com and wherever you get any of your adhesives. Yeah, this whole, um, obviously we found out, well, actually, Chris Max Pata did something that uh, any good producer would do, which is I was fixing to walk out on stage in uh, Tennessee in Memphis, Wait a minute, Nashville, sorry. In Nashville, Tennessee, last weekend, I was about to walk on stage. He got the information that Monterey had been canceled. Yes. I, of course, hadn't. Um, just because I'm not I'm not the guy who sort of carries my phone around and looks at it all oh, the yeah, time. Yeah. So I really, there'll be hours where I don't know what's going on. And also when I'm getting ready to go up on stage, I'm not usually staring at my phone i'm trying to get my set list together ideas or whatever yeah so yeah he found out i kind of knew it in the back of my head i i got a real i got a real you know leash jerk because sean said that he heard from a mechanic yeah, that yeah. it was canceled i hit up my contact over there and said hey man i'm hearing bad things he then writes back like i don't know what you're hearing a lot of hearsay and innuendo which i was like oh okay good and then the next thing i hear it's canceled yeah so i it's funny because i got the news and so then, Sean, I'm oh, sorry, but Chris got it. But he didn't want to tell me before I went out on oh, stage. So that's he <laughs> knew I had to make mirth. I had to be, you know, I didn't want uh, I had to do two 90 minute shows. He didn't want me up there ruminating about uh, I was going to take the 510, but we didn't. I was going to run like I'd be up there going, we're going to run in uh, B4. That's uh G, that's a GT class B sedan and 2.5 Trans Am sedan, uh, 1959 to 1967. You know, I'd be doing, I'd just be talking about my run group and crying the whole time. That's I, I thought it'd funny. be great. Actually, I, I felt opposite. I got the information. I was going to text you and I paused for a second. And I said, where is Adam now? He's, he's in Nashville. Did he do a show? Or not, and if I text him the information, is this going to mess up your show? And I was like, you know what? You're a professional. You're not mm, a pussy. I'm a professional. That's right. And uh, maybe a little bit of fire in your belly no, might that, improve that's it. True. So I was like, Max Patty, you fucked up royally. <laughs> no. That was a big mistake, son. And I was thinking, you know what would be worse? Is if I didn't tell you right yeah, away when right. I found out, right? That's right. And so I just it's hit you with the, the text. not the cheat. It's the lie. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Chris lied to me. Chris is the friend who's like, "Do I tell him or not tell him?" And I'm like, "Hey, this isn't my information to judge. Like, I say it's out there." Well, it's it's <laughs> it's true. It's true that in general, I take my anger, my pain, and my vitriol and and turn it into spun gold on the stage. <laughs> uh, in that particular case, I, we ha- had people to interview and and things of that nature, and. It, 
it, it's fine either way. But Chris, the, did you get the text that I sent on his phone? Is that what you saw? No, I got the email. Oh, you I got saw, the email. Yeah, yeah. Saw, yeah. So we got it. We both. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So e- either way, it, it's it's canceled. Uh, there, I, I talked to Bruce Kenapa, who has kind of an inside line over there. He he was saying that they were they had so many regulations, like the tractor trailers, like the transport trailers need to be a hundred feet apart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone had to wear a mask when they were out of the car and. Little stupid things like I think each car could have up to maybe four crew members, but you, each driver could only have one guest, meaning it would be, now we would have worked around it, obviously, but technically it would have been, well, either Sonny could come as my driver's guest or you could come as my driver's guest or like, what would we do with Nate and the camera guy? Yeah. And, the, and the sound yeah, guy, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, how would that all work out? They regulated it so much. Again, and I'm, I, I'm thoroughly confused as to how life works. I, I turn on the news. I, I, I talk to Dr. Drew on a, on a daily basis almost. He's got a house out in Orange County. It's like, I talked to him on Friday night at 6 o'clock. So where are you going? We're going to Orange County. Like, where are we going? We're going to the bar. Yeah. Then we're going out to eat. <laughs> it's going to happy and hour. Then we're going to the beach, you know? And I'm like, well, what's everyone else doing? It's like, that's what they're doing. <laughs> I'm like, but what's the beach like? It's crowded. Okay, so what? Then what's going on? I I don't understand what what is going on at the track. Yeah. Then that. And by the way, yeah. In two fucking months from now, I mean, you think this shit is open now, and it is, unless you're you live in Los Angeles where you get essentially you you get punished. I mean, the the whole thing about Los Angeles is like we have evil stepdad running this place. It's like, <laughs> oh, you'll know who's in charge. Yeah. Like, you know, you're in charge now. But you're talking to a guy just got back from Tennessee and just got back from Texas and has done shows and has, you know, done meet and greets after every show and gone out to restaurants every night for dinner afterward. I mean, I was out last night with Sonny in a Mexican food restaurant. It's like, there was nothing. No one's wearing a mask. You can't wear a mask when you eat. They, they do. They like social distancing or whatever. But th- there's a table and a woman and she's two feet behind Sonny. There, it's like, it's on, we're up on a riser. Like uh, we're up in the plateau, up on the deck and she's down one. But there's just a window there. And th- there's no science to it is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck would be going on on the track two months from now. Where you need like, to wear a mask when you're outside of the car. I, I haven't done anything in three months. I haven't even washed my hands. The point <laughs> is this. What's going on? I don't see it. What's going on in Orange County? How are they able to do this? Why is Orange County not devastated by their beaches being open? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was down in Orange County two weeks ago because I wanted to go get a steak. <laughs> All and, right, anyway. and went to the restaurant, but uh, I, it's canceled. I, Fine. So They're the race a- is canceled. I just talked to IndyCar as well, and I said, "Hey, you know what's going on with Indy? We want to go." And they said, "Hey, Roger Penske's all in. He wants the event. He wants people there. He's doing everything he's supposed to be doing to make this happen. Uh, and he has to plan as if the event was going to happen because it's so huge. You have to make that investment, that time and money investment, right? And uh, but they said, but we." We don't have a guarantee yet. And as friendly as he is with all of the authorities there and IndyCar's relationship with the, with the town and what it does for them financially, 
They said it can be pulled at the last minute. It can be pulled in two weeks from now. We don't know, but we're moving as if moving forward as if this is going to happen. So, I, again, it's like how many people are going? I, do I buy a ticket? Do I not buy a ticket? Do I book flights? Do I book a hotel? Is everything refundable? Like, what right. do you, what do you do? So, so uh, then they also announced that they were having a you know drivers appreciation track day or something the week before, which would have been for the prehistorics. And, uh, I mean, that would have been the time the prehistorics ran. Um, I was trying to read between the lines. I was just kind of hoping like, Oh, maybe this is just the same event that they moved it up and they're calling it something different. And they're trying to skirt around the yeah, sort of a, whatever, sort of an unofficial version of it without the big brand names and sponsors. And yeah. Like, is there a way to just kind of fund this out of pocket with all the, you know, the racers and the people that want to put on the event? Is there a way to make it happen? So I talked to, I talked to Kenapa. He said that, uh, all his clients had basically pulled out <laughs> and uh, he said he was busier than ever and selling tons of classic cars and maybe yeah. people didn't trust the stock market, but uh, they were selling, he's selling the shit out of cars and sold the uh, Chip Ganassi uh, uh, 4GT race yeah, prep the cars race prep, yeah. and sold all those like as fast as he got them and there's and I you know a modern world race car modern modern race cars selling for a lot of money. Um, I'm not yes. surprised that that a lot of his clients that he preps the car and sets you know when he goes there people pay him well to 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 have the hospitality and the booth and the paddock area set up like and he preps the cars and gets them all in there. When you start telling that clientele you got to wear a mask the whole time and you can't go here and you can't bring the family and you can't do this. The whole point of that is a fun weekend. If you're taking all the fun out of it, sure, there's a few people that want to just drive the car, and maybe that's why we just have this track day, very limited. But you're kind of ruining the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't go to a lot of sporting events, but if you went to an NBA game, but you had to sit behind a plexiglass wall, everybody in the audience had to sit behind plexiglass shield, why would you go? You just watch on TV, right? Yeah, I get it. Uh, so whatever they overregulated it, and people said fuck it. I don't know. Again, Orange County's been open for two months. I, I don't know why they had to overregulate this outdoor on the coastline kind of thing, but they did. That's that. Um, th- you know, this pre-drivers appreciation, whatever. Um, my thing is, I'd love to participate in that, but here's a caveat. And I'm going to talk to a few guys, and we'll try to figure it out. We need to get enough guys to get a run group together. If it's just going out there and, you know, on the track with, uh, you know, a spec Miata on your right and some guy in his hot rod open wheel something on the left, then I'm not interested in that. You're right. If they're just going to break it up to 30, 35, 40 cars at a time and then that's it, or, you know, even 20 cars at a time, but it's just any 20 cars like group green and group blue and, you know, then I don't know. It's going to be kind of a mess out there. I mean, it's always, I've done winter speed days there a couple of times and it's it's always it's always nice to get track time and seat time and it's always you know there's something to be said for having a little space and really trying to focus on your line and Mm -hmm. you know lowering your lap times and you know the, the the more technical side of it 
But and which is all well and good, and 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 it's not off the table. Um, but on and in dialing the car in, and you know, doing that kind of stuff, yeah. it's not off the table. But what I what I'm looking for is there were probably. 35, 40 cars in my run group, whatever that B, 4B, you know, mm-hmm. GT under 2.5 liter, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of 510s, 2002s, some, um, I don't know, some couple of Porsche, a couple of two liter, por- you know, two liter Porsches, blah, blah, blah. Um, if, if we can get, 13 or 16 of those guys that still want to show up and we still kind of keep it to that group, then that would be fun. Yeah, that'd be a fun group. Plus that's a, we know a lot of those guys and they're, they're a good group to chat with and go and look at their cars and kind of compare notes and who's running what. And, yeah. and, 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 and it's, it's more of a, of an apples to apples conversation with those guys. So it'd be fun to do if, if you can rally up a, a handful of, you know, yeah. So I'm going to reach out to the Jim guys. Frulas and the yeah, Dave, uh, Stone. Dave Stones of the world, the guys who run in those groups and bring their five tens and, mm-hmm. Maybe the uh, Ramichi brothers. I'm trying to think, or uh, some of those, uh, some of those other guys, and and say, hey, you still coming out? It's like, yeah. if, if you're going to sign up, I'll come out. If we can get ten guys out there and run in our own group, we should do that with uh, God. What's his name? I wish that uh, Martin, not Martin. Um, the guy runs an F1 now, but but we like him. I don't yeah, think of I think his it name. Is- it is Martin. Yeah, is it Martin? Yeah, yeah Martin Lauber. Mar- yeah. yeah, Martin. Yeah, yeah got, got, well, I'm going to hit up some of those guys. Yeah, and but if he's going to go out, Troy Ermish is going to go out, Jim's going to go out, yeah, Dave gonna, Stone's going to go out. Like, right. You yeah. Know. And then get a group together. Yeah. And if you get those five guys to go, then another five or six will show up just because all of those guys are going too. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Steve Link, guys like that. Remind me, I'll put together a little hit list and we'll see yeah. who's, who's Dude, coming. Does Gordon McCall run? Out there, in usually a, in he's a busy because he's a he's a Dotson guy. Yeah, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. So uh, Ford Mustang Mach One uh, virtual car. Yeah. So uh, a bunch of new cars have uh, debuted. I got to say, I'm looking down. We got the <laughs> Nissan Rogue compact SUV that I was when I was leaving Nashville. I told uh, you know the 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 the, cr- the 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 when we're leaving after the late show. When we're going back to the elevator, it's like when you're getting off on your floor at the hotel, Mike just calls it out. Like, okay, 730 lobby. And everyone goes, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And you just walk out. And so I walk out of the Nashville <laughs> hotel at like 7. I'm a little late, like 733, a little late for me. And I just come walking out of the front of the hotel. Of course, I went to bed at 130. You know, I've been doing sh- late shows yeah. and stuff. And I come walking out there and I see this blue Nissan Rogue and which was our rental car. And I just walk right up to it and try to like open the door. And there's a woman sitting in the passenger seat <laughs> and I'm like, what? And it's like, they're in the parking lot. They're literally coming <laughs> down the parking in their blue Nissan. Yeah. Rogue. Which, which is not common because Mike's usually, you know, in the car out front with a coffee and ready to go. Yeah. You guys were, Mike was like three minutes late, and I was thir- uh, 30 seconds before that. I was just walking at a blue Nissan Rogue that was parked on the street with people in it. 
trying to yeah. get into it. I walked you, to that one too. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you yell at that lady? Let me in. Because that usually when we walk out of the hotel, Mark is, I mean, Mark, Mike is ready to go. All the time. All yeah, the time. right on the curb, yeah. in his car. And same it, car, it, same funny. color, everything. It, everything was the same. And it was funny. It's like all those little moments where you have to stop. I could see barely the reflection that somebody with dark hair was sitting in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck's Max Pata doing riding shotgun? <laughs> like, he doesn't sit in front. I sit in front. So, but I did, it, it, I did, all, all I did was make it, like, I should have stopped and went, why would Chris be sitting in the yeah. front seat? On the other hand, we had big merch bags and equipment stuff, and like I was, I, I was trying to do this, like he's up there because we put all the equipment. I could have said, "Hey, the back seat reclines. There's more room. I don't know. You've been more comfortable. It would have been a little odd, but sure, right? Yeah. Uh, all all right. right. So uh, the new uh, Mustang. So the, yeah, new Mustang, uh, a, a Mustang Mach One, and obviously I, I'm a fan of this because. Uh, we liked the Mustang Bullet quite a bit, you know, for fifty grand, Magna ride, adjustable everything, good transmission, good power, uh, and this is the evolution of that. And this is kind of interesting that I think you would like is now we live in a day where where cars like the Mustang are are wind tunnel tested and an aerodynamics play an important part of it. You know, before oh, it was just like it. just do. Eh. They did in the past. They're like, you know, the antenna on the front <laughs> right fender gets, uh, we get another 80 foot pounds of downforce in the front. whipping around. And then we have the non-functional vents in front of the yeah. rear quarter panel yeah. to break. That also creates more downforce. Well, that breaks up the air. So it's a when, lot of fake scoops on those cars. <laughs> man, man. And as much as I love the Roush guys, but Jack Roush loves the fake scoops, man. Well, I don't know what you're doing, buddy, but come on. Let's uh, let's move away from that. So uh, new arrow upgrades and, and, and bits they learned from GT500 and GT350. This GT is not the electric car. No, this, this is, is not. That's the, the Mach-E. Right. This is the Mach-1. This is the new Mach-1. Do we have um, a picture of that, Max Pana? The, the new Mach-1? Yeah, and it, it, it looks good. Uh, new front splitter. It has the GT500 wing. It's got a new belly panner under the engine that's bigger, and uh, it's. I, I think in the normal trim, it's like twenty percent increase in downforce and front grip. But with the track pack, which has the different wings and and suspension, it's one hundred and fifty percent increase in downforce, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, you know, it's going to look good, it's going to sound good, and it's going to be uh, a dream project, a, a great platform for anybody do, in the aftermarket. It looks good. Did they do anything in the shaker, hood scoop department, they or didn't. louvered rear window so department? The, the previous generation, uh, like in 2003 right. to 2004, that Mach 1 did have it. This one, Ford was saying, uh, we're not really seeing a benefit. To, to doing it like cosmetically it could be cool but we're not um, seeing a benefit they're, they're like you know what the arrow and the intake and like the packaging for the shaker hood like it's not going to work for what they want to accomplish so with it's this not thing. like the fake brake ducts in the rear quarter panel that offered a great benefit in cooling right <laughs> <laughs> now look I, uh, let me tell you something everybody i uh my heart is open i don't hold a grudge i forgive yeah. When, when I looked at the Mustangs in the 80s and I saw all the fake scoops everywhere, I I just dismissed it as junk. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't wouldn't buy a sports car that had fake scoops on it. 
unnecessary and weird. And I don't know what you want me to think, but this isn't doing anything for your performance. This is hurting your performance. Yeah. And, I, and and by the way, it leaves a weird taste in my mouth. Why are you doing this? You know, now they're not doing it's, it, yeah, and, and it's, it. And it's good. And it's functional. Now, I'm sure the aftermarket will come up with a way to do a shaker hood scoop that is functional. It'll bring a little bit of air into the air box, but it won't be the only way. The previous gen version had something similar, right? And the Mach 1 has, um, and what, uh, what, what do you think the base is price wise? So I, I, I thought it was going to be a bump in horsepower, and it's it's pretty much the same as the bullet. And for that reason, I think it's going to be somewhere between forty eight and fifty two thousand. A lot of car, yeah, for, for that money. Um, but I, I'm, the bullet is like fifty grand with pretty much all of its options, and that's a hell of a lot of sports car for the for that kind of money. I think it's going to fall into that into that range. That's a great time. It's a great time for enthusiasts. I mean, imagine. I don't know how the price works. What's the bullet been around? Three years? Two years? Uh, yeah. Something yeah, like yeah, that? I think, it's, I think it has, yeah, three. Could you buy a two-and-a-half-year-old bullet for $37,000? I don't know. That's a good That's a good question. I think so. I think it's going to depend on, on, on the mileage, but I think having it somewhat limited is was mm. to keep the, the resale a little better than mm-hmm. than than the GTs, you know? But, you know, keep in mind where we are these days, even with 11 to 1 compression between the electronics and knock sensors and all the good stuff, you can take a bullet or this Mach 1, throw a supercharger on it and make 750 horsepower, Mm. you know, 700, whatever, on pump gas on our shitty 91 octane gas. Yeah. You know, but other parts of the country probably make it 780 horsepower, you know, for a weekend of work and five or six grand. Yeah. (laughs) It's a it's a it's a good time to be uh, to be an enthusiast. I mean, I I could remember back in the day, you know, looking in the back of road and track or car and driver, the advertisements, the places that sold like the steering wheel or mm-hmm. the headers, you know, or uh, and just going, oh god, that's expensive. Like everything uh-huh. seemed really expensive, yeah. and uh, and of course everything was like had to look it up in the recycler. You know, just just the fact that you can go online and see a thousand digital pictures of a car and kind of yeah. know what you're getting, you know, go to bring a trailer and, uh, and sound clips and videos and just all, all the good stuff you can see of the car now. Yeah. I wonder how many cars now, you know, cars that we like something in the collector car world, how many now are bought sight unseen versus actually getting in the car and test driving. Do you think people test drive cars anymore? Ah, uh, you know, I've, <laughs> You, you know, you're talking to guys bought a lot of cars without test driving those cars. Yeah. And who's bought cars on eBay. And, you know, I remember it's like you, you see, especially when you see a car and they have pe- pictures of the restoration and, and that kind of stuff. And you, you do it upright or, or bring a trailer or something. You get a pretty, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's so it's interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make a good point. Which is, um, you and I have looked at a lot of cars online, mm-hmm. and we've also looked at numbers of properties, warehouses, Malibu condos, and things like that. And and because we both like looking at real estate, and we both yeah. like looking at cars. Now, the car, when you look at the car, somebody's selling a Datsun 510 or, or one of Newman's race cars or whatever, 
or or Lamborghini. I, I bought a Lamborghini two plus two four hundred, just sight unseen, like out of Pennsylvania, like on eBay. They put up thirty five pictures of those cars, and yeah. you're looking underneath the car. They take the shots where they take the wheels off and they show the caliper and the disc and the suspension coming down and, you know, the whole nine yards. And when they do a pretty detailed job of taking pictures of those cars, I've never been surprised by the car. It's been as as shown. Right. Good, good or bad. The thing about the real estate is as great as all the pictures look and they, they do the same thing. They take a bunch of super flattering pictures. You're all, you never can figure out the building to the right, the building to the left, right. how it's accessed, you know, from the street, what it smells like, like when you walk in and, and so, and so on and so forth. So the cars like really contain the, the, the real estate, you're like pulling up to the place going, Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, no. And it's like, well, why is there such a chasm? And there's so many other factors outside. So it's like, the car is just a car, but if you're factoring in the parking lot and the building next door to the parking lot, then you'd always be surprised. Yeah, I, I like to drive up the street and see it. The other thing is, is I see much more like photographic trickery in the real estate world versus the automotive world. And it, and it reminds me of, you know, like every time you'd go do the Tonight Show with Leno back in the day, you watch it on TV and you're like, the audience is huge. And then you get to the studio and like, there's 60 people here, right? Yeah. Because they, you know, with the camera, they make it look yeah. like it's it's big there's a and, few more than 60 but yes, yeah I but you know what i'm saying like somebody can shoot a living room and go hey this living room looks like it's 800 square feet right. and you get there you're like this is not what i thought it was right well the other thing i think and maybe there's a little more truth in advertising with the automotive world is you will see if there's like some paint bubbling by the badge you know in the front hood one of the pictures will be a close-up of that. Yeah. Because what they're saying is, is I don't want you to buy this car and then go, hey, man, wh- what's up with the paint and the bubble and the hood? You know, yeah, like, yeah. so I will see the warts and all pictures of those. You've seen it a million yeah, times, yeah. too. They just get a little close-up on some damage or some rust or some something basically saying, hey, this is this is part of the deal. Yeah, this is 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 what it is. But you're right. Not not a lot. No, no, no. You get some mold, they paint over it. Right. 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 Uh, Let me tell you about Geico. Though we're apart these days, we are sharing more. And Geico would just like to say thanks for that. Thanks for sharing all your uh, fun Instagram videos, social media stuff, all the dance moves and your DIY haircuts and uh, cool stuff like that. Goldberg sharing fainting goats. He's got two fainting goats and he loves them. Uh, well, now it's Geico's turn to share as well, and they're doing, they're doing their Geico give back. It's a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. And because Geico's committed, they're committed for this long haul, it's a 15% credit that lasts your full policy term. So just go to geico.com slash give back. That's geico.com slash give back. All right. So uh, what else? You're you, driving. You, yeah. Yeah. I was just saying, you, you mentioned Nissan Rogue before, and mm-hmm. uh, Rogue's got a big facelift. This is a, a, a an important vehicle for, for Nissan, especially a, a struggling Nissan right now. Um, you know, hopefully we're going to see a, a more refined, smaller version of the company and some cool product coming from there. But we just you know, got back from tennessee nashville that whole stadium is the nissan oh, yeah. stadium yeah that's uh that's a big town from them i think your license plate uh 
on your truck has a Tennessee plate. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, definitely revised styling. There's revised suspension. And there's a more comfortable ride, some improvements in sound deadening. There's more sound deadening behind the dash. They have more of a thicker glass. Everything's quieter inside. It's got all the latest technology. It's got Apple CarPlay. And uh, and they do offer, I think, a platinum or whatever version of this thing, which is unique for this price point of SUV. It'll have diamond stitch seats as an option who could have seen that coming (laughs) (laughs) because why because it doesn't cost any different to run the the sewing machine sideways for a minute and sideways for a minute and it looks so much better (sighs) i put as you guys know uh i put diamond stitching in said lamborghini 400 2 plus 2 that i bought on ebay yeah and uh I did that over a decade ago, and, you know, people get tired of me saying, I said this, I said this, I said this, but I've always said, I used to look at old Ferraris, yeah, and I used to look, in particular, if you look at the uh, Lusso Ferrari interior, Max Zapata, circa 1964, 63, 64, the Lusso, I'd look at them and I'd go, I love that diamond. Mm. I love that diamond. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go look at my Lambo from basically the same era and I'd go, where's the diamond? Where's, where's, where's my diamond? <laughs> and so I just put it in. Yeah. And then I started saying to anyone who would listen, I don't get why they just don't do the diamond on, on, on cars. And then, then what happened is then, oh, the Rolls Royce and Bentley started doing it. And I was like, is it that much more expensive to do the diamond in, in, on a Nissan? Yeah, or or an Infinity or the same company, but you know what I'm saying like why why is that if the good the three hundred thousand dollar cars are doing it, why isn't as why is Bentley doing it? How come Aston Martin isn't doing it? And then how come Nissan isn't doing it? You mm-hmm. look at the interior; it's quilted, it's diamond, it looks good, and now everyone does it because look. All I do, Maxipata, is I see things before they happen. <laughs> That's all. You find a picture of my fucking car, the one Matt sold. You can find a picture of that car. I took that car to the upholstery shop 11 years ago, and I said, put diamond stitches in it. Yeah. And now a Nissan Rogue has diamond stitches. A stitching. Nissan Rogue has diamond stitches. All right. And Max I Zapata, would buy so it what do that. I know? What do I know? he's glazing over future just the future just Just the future future. and where's the credit yeah why don't i get credit i did it it looked fantastic and i did it i know right when i did it because i was literally i i was then what's next i was editing i was (laughs) octagon (laughs) stitching i I was by the way doesn't the lamborghini have that oh yeah i'm sitting in the room uh Right behind us. Yeah. And I was editing with, with uh, Kevin Hench. We're editing The Hammer. And I said, at a certain point, I was like, oh, the car's ready over at Nachos or wherever it was. <laughs> and and I was like, could you give me a ride and like drop me off in North Hollywood? Like, go pick it up. Like, so yeah. he did it. So I know where I was. I was editing The Hammer, and that movie's 12 years old now. So, yeah. Oh, 13 years old or 14 years old or whatever, whatever it was. So I, I know right where I was. It's, it's been, it's coming on. It's, it's 
coming on 15 years since I did that. Now in the last 10 minutes, everyone is doing diamond stitching. I don't know. Maybe the diamond stitch machines became more affordable. It's like <laughs> a flat screen TV. You know, the plasmas were all the rage, but they were 50 grand. Now they're giving them away. Jesus. I saw <laughs> a 85-inch Sony for under two grand. Yeah, where were you? In Costco? Before there used to be 100 grand. No. I know. <laughs> no, G- Jimmy has like a... He's got a hundred and ten inch Mitsubishi or something. It's like ninety grand. Yeah, he's got he got he's an early adopter in that space yeah. for sure. Um all right, so I don't know. Pictures of that car must be somewhere, you right? Know, you know, when we put it up it. for sale, so if you put in what was it, sixty seven? Yeah, I think. If you put in Adam Corolla nineteen sixty seven Lamborghini four hundred GT for sale. Yeah, it'll probably There's pop probably up. some articles that came up about it, and uh, you'll see it's a beautiful blue note with red interior. Yeah, it was a tobacco interior with no diamond stitching, Mm-mm. and then I switched it up. So, um, yeah, you know, it's funny the car market. I've been I've been following some of the some of the car some of the prices have held steady. Some have gone up, some have gone down on a on the theme of Adam is always right. You know the best driving Ferrari, like the the, the best driving one. The, Ferrari, the better driving it is, the uglier it is. Right, the, the Ferrari <laughs> GTC or whatever yeah. it is, and uh, not the GTC four, but I think it's just the GTC or maybe it's the G. Yeah, it's not the GTB. Uh, anyway, they were a million bucks or yeah. ride a million bucks, and I always looked at that car and went, "That's not a very good looking car for a million bucks." Mm-hmm. They're four seventy five now. Oh, and what's the two plus two then? Because they were, uh, you know, they, I don't know, they were 60% of the money or 50% they've, of the money. They've sort of held because they looked like that. So they were at 350 Those cars went to a million. And I was like, that's too much for that car. Yeah. And they've dropped down. Hey, Max Bata. Yeah. If you're done, well, you're not done, but you can't I'm, find that car. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking. There's a lot of different sites here. So I'm just trying to. Um, you can look. Scrap that for a second. Okay. But why you use your phone and find it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to shame you. Matt's going to find it. Look for Max Look for RM Auction. I think they had a Ferrari GTC sell recently. And I don't even know if it would be in prices realized or whatever, but it was probably like 400 or something, 400 and change. Um, I mean, those cars are half. Mm-hmm. Of what they were, and they got to, they got to a million, they got to a million bucks. I can, I always try to think of the name of that car because there's the GTC four, which is the slabby car. That's the car where I had a meeting with an agent. Remember, and he's like, "Yeah, my dad had the GTC four, and he passed away, and he left it to me, and it's it's five hundred thousand dollar car." And I was like, "Eh, eh. this is two seventy five. <laughs> He's like, nah, it's a five hundred down. It's, it's, it's two fifty. <laughs> I literally took his dad's poor car and got it from half a million to a quarter million bucks. All right, uh, but that car, Max Zapata, RM Ferrari, uh-huh. probably sixty six. No, probably sixty seven. Okay, I think a red one just okay. sold. Yeah. We'll see if we can uh, find that. Yeah, there it is. What did that thing yeah. sold what for five hundred thousand? Five hundred. All right, go now. Where would you look? I, I, 
go back and look at like a history of those because those things were at a million dollars. Those were at a million dollars five years ago. All right. Yeah. Matt, good Matt's having trouble finding pictures of this. This is good. Well, we've got, uh, we pushed, we pushed the other cars pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to find the date. That was in 2017. Was it? Yeah. I think I it think, was early. I think it's so, a so, longer well, than, ago than Well, I think that. the other cars, all the uh, Muras and stuff was 17. Yeah, I think you sold that car sooner than you so, sold that so in like it was 15. Before that. Oh, yeah. It was a few years before that. All right. Let me hit uh, JB Weld, man. You got projects. You want to get through those projects. You want to save money. You want to avoid paying the repairman. Don't want the repairman in the house stomping around. Then you do what I do. You go with JB Weld. Ordinary glue. It's got the word ordinary right in the title. You don't want that. Proud to have JB Weld as a sponsor. These guys are great. I know the owner. I went over to his booth. Very organic. I was walking around SEMA. Mm -hmm. I had a couple minutes to kill. I wandered into the JB Weld booth. I was like, what's up with the adhesives, boys? They're like, well, we're back. We're better than ever. They've been around for 50 years. They're proudly made in the USA. Keep JB Weld in your toolbox, your kitchen drawer, your craft room. You can glue metal. You can glue wood. You can glue plastic. You can glue anything with jb weld and by the way don't glue it jb weld it available now jbweld.com home depot lowe's autozone advanced auto parts o'reilly walmart amazon michaels and more it is jb weld well i owe max pat an apology because uh, matt is still i know i, I have the whole pictures. gallery of the photos here. oh I'm just to... well but it took a little <laughs> it took longer than i thought yeah it did all right <laughs> do you have a We'll put a few of those pictures up. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put them up. up. I uh, took a lot of those pictures. I don't that's know. right. Yeah, you did take a lot of those pictures. And, uh, the diamond stitch, man. Yeah. The diamond stitch. And uh, I'll try to figure out. Not too much. You can overdo the diamond you stitch. You can overdo the diamond. You can get grabby and greedy with the diamond. All right, Adam. The, yes. So RM in January of 2020, the 67 Ferrari 330 GTC sold for 500000 Mm-hmm. In 2014, a 67 Ferrari 330 GTC sold for a million twenty-three thousand. It went over a million. Oh, remember, I always said that car doesn't look good enough. Yeah, for that, I said this doesn't look good enough. Over a million bucks, it went for. Now it was in the blue note, so it looked nice with the red right here. But I don't know, man. What do you what do you say to the wife? I hate being a dick, but what do you say to the wife when you bought, did you say 2014? Yep. You bought a car for over a million dollars, and you're saying, oh, don't worry, this thing's going to keep keep going. You're at five. And by the way, that's five. That means the owner got 450 Yeah. Or 460 or whatever, yeah. whatever the hell that is. Well, there's always two parts to that conversation. There's the guy that's trying to explain why he's paying a million bucks, and then there's the guy going, look, honey, I got a million bucks for a car that's worth $450,000 because I sold it at the right time. That's right. You know, that guy. That's good that point. Guy. That's the guy you want to be, by the way. I'd like to be that guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to check out Chassis. Uh, that is uh, number 585, our channel, Chassis on Pluto TV. We've got a lot of automotive content there, We're winning the racing life of Paul Newman and tons of stuff over there. Tempe Improv coming up July 3rd and 4th. We're doing live podcasts and stand-up over there. 
I'm your emotional support animal. Let's get it to number one on uh, Amazon, people. And leave reviews on Amazon. Oh, yeah, sorry. Let's do good, that. good call. Leave reviews on Amazon. And remember. Oh, good reviews. Good reviews. And <laughs> remember, uh, sorry, but you got to get the hardbound cover and you got to get the audio because I do. I, I vamp. Yeah, the audio. And I got a nice uh, email from uh, a buddy of mine from uh, SEMA, SEMA organization, and he said, uh, I'm excited about the book, bought a copy for myself and everyone in my family. Wow. Sweet. Yeah, you're very nice. You're the guy my love. Yeah, thanks, Mike. So, until thanks, Mike. Until next time, Sam Corolla. For Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. tell you guys about geico though we're apart these days we're sharing more and geico would just like to say thanks thanks for sharing your dance moves your diy haircut fails and your inner lip sync star now it's geico's turn to share as well with the geico give back it's a 15 percent credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers and because geico's committed for the long haul the 15 percent credit lasts your full policy term Visit geico.com slash giveback for info. That's geico.com slash giveback.